right, all right. Welcome back. You know what it is. It's your host, the most cool, Corey J. DJ, what you say? Back in the building once DJ again Fat with back. the usual suspects. Who I got in the building with me today? Trap money, Shawnee. <laughs> His stomach hurts. Clearly. <laughs> so Rick. I just had to show ISO Rick a couple couple minutes before I came in, so that's, that's how I'm feeling right now. Straight up. Join here today with a guest in the building. Introduce yourself. Play boy. Yeah, it's your boy, you know. Slide it on. Ice and fast showing. You heard me. Let's get it. <laughs> nah, straight up. Let's get it in the building. How you doing, son? What's up with you? How you living nine days? Man, I'm cooling, bro. Just trying to, you know, figure out life right now, dog. Well, that's all you can do. That's all you can do. Co host, how y'all been so far? How y'all last week been? Ricky is back. I saw Rick. He was uh, missing in action on the last episode. I took a quick trip to Belize. Yeah, he had to go on Damn, sabbatical. Wonderful city. He went out. Um, I, it's, it's, let me just say it's a wonderful city. I ain't gonna see too much. <laughs> Super sketch. What about you, Sean? It was cool, I guess, man. Same old same. Work Monday through Friday. Go get good food on the weekend. Know what I'm saying? What you got? I seen some nasty looking ass pancakes you put on. Uh, <laughs> nah, they was like cinnamon. They was like cinnamon roll pancakes. So Hell, I ain't been as good. Nigga got an iron stomach. <laughs> you know what kind of shit that would have produced for me? I went to Steak and Shake Friday. I'm gonna just uh, say never again. That's, that's your crazy. Yeah, nah, it ain't that. It's just the service, bitch. Put our <laughs> drinks on the fucking table at the end of the table. Didn't even hand them to us. She didn't want to touch our niggas. Right. She didn't like the way you look. Wait, you didn't get a steak? You didn't get a shake? Did you get a steak? It's a steak burger. So The fucking dog is dying over there, y'all. Like, we, really yeah, we had a random dog just walked in the studio <laughs> on us. <laughs> His tail wagging. He- <laughs> Alright, sorry about that. We had a little, uh, we had to punch back in. A little malfunction. We got a, a dog in the boot with us today. So what you're saying, special Shout guest. Out dog. Second episode. <laughs> Shout out, dog. Wolf, wolf, bow, wow. Right. My uh, my week for y'all that ex, Sean. <laughs> my fault. Was uh pretty boring. It's hot as hell. I do cable for a living. Y'all just catch me doing a weekly rant on social oh, networks. Pass out, bro. Nah, I drink a lot of I drink a lot of water. Speaking of and, and I sweat way time. too much. Speaking, speaking of passing out, so you a little salt in your water next time. A little okay. salt. Yeah. Hey. Should let your lights go on. There we go. You ever passed out? Nah, I almost did. I almost did in jet lounge, but I got a Sprite and walked yeah, outside and I was straight. I got a Sprite. Yeah, but it was it was too smoky. They, was, they wasn't on Reggie and it was too strong for you. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. What about oh, you, Rick? Man. You ever uh, passed out? Almost. <laughs> but I don't want to speak about it. Still a touchy subject. Touchy, huh? It's traumatizing. You what? Well, I suppose we got knocked out. I don't remember it though. Yeah, you definitely got knocked but, out then. <laughs> no, it was in Shit. high school. Supposedly I got knocked out in the game. But I don't remember this happening that one bit. Pretty sure you got knocked out then. I don't remember like ever it happening. Like even they say they got I had to get on the ambulance and all that. Helicopter? Yeah, they helicopter me. Sheesh. So speaking of uh, high school. Yeah, let's people, get into it for the for people that don't know that you. That may not know you. Explain Isom Fashion <laughs> and your Origins. Alright, man. Look, I, I I was a man, I was a little dweeb growing up, you know what I'm saying? Thanks, thanks. Had a lot of friends. Chill out, son. I had a lot of friends, but you know, I was I was corny funny like Ricky is. Um man. but you know, but no, I had you know, I had a good you know, I had a good childhood growing up, went to Salmon High. You know what I mean? Played ball there. Um really ball's been my life. You know, football, not basketball, I suck at that. 
But, you know, I've been playing shit since I was five years old, bro. And then got to high school, thought I was going to be a running back. They <laughs> Damn. Me, they I played running back my whole life, sir. Until I got to high school. Damn, boy. <laughs> my whole life, sir. But I came into high school, and then I walked in high school, you know, 5'11", 160. I left it 250, 62. You know what I'm saying? So... I hit a few little gross spurts. Eating that peanut butter. You remember how eating that uh-huh. peanut butter, say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit straight out the fucking... Bruh, they used to get... After Katrina, they used to, you know... They used to drop off bulk food at churches and stuff. So, I picked me up a pack of peanut butter. <laughs> and started my straight journey up. of straight being up. big, bro. What made you decide so to really eat peanut butter? Because, <laughs> man, my uncle was like, bro, you want to get big, eat some peanut butter. And I'm like, all right. So, but after every lift, bro, I used to eat like that. Like a quarter jar of peanut butter raw. That sounds on a penitentiary workout plan. Raw. <laughs> so, going through your, um, your, not college, your high school career, at what point did you realize, okay, I'm not your average football player, I'm actually going to be able to do something with this shit? Um, bruh, uh, I'm going to start off with going like through high school. So, like my first two years of high school, was, I was always in trouble. Had a lot of stuff going on. Living in a FEMA trailer for almost three years. Right. Um, my grandfather had a brain tumor. Like, seeing my... He raised me. My grandparents raised me. So, like, seeing this man, big, strong guy, dude, like, 6'4", 240. Always, a, always been healthy, really. And see him decline how he was where I had to take care of him and change him and feed him and all this stuff. Like, it took a toll on me as a youth. You know what I'm saying? So, like... Being at home, it was always just work. I had to help him out, help my grandma out, do a lot of stuff like that. So I came to school, it was like me releasing a lot of my stress and all that stuff. So I, you know, I enjoyed myself. I, I enjoyed, I had fun at school. So like, I really went focused on school until going into my junior year, LSU came to me and was um, asking for my transcripts. And I was like, yeah, man, like, you know, we like you as a player. Da, 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 da. We need to get your transcript, see how you're doing grades, so we know keep moving forward recruitment. So I finally got on my transcript. They started falling off. Grades is terrible. I didn't worry about school at all right. my first two years. Tragic. So I started buckling down my junior senior year, you know, made great grades, right? All A's and B's, stuff like that, you know. Except in Spanish, barely, barely shout did well in Spanish. Shout out Miss Hernandez. Shout out Miss Hernandez. Let me tell you, bro, funny story about Miss <laughs> Mercado was saying. Shout so, out Mercado, uh, so, so, like, Mijo. my senior year, I needed, I needed to pass Spanish in order to be qualified for college. So, I go to, I, I failed the test, failed the final exam. <laughs> so, I go to her, I'm like, <laughs> Coach Leonard tell me, he was like, bro, whatever you do, you got you to gotta go talk to her, you got to get this grade. So I go to I'm like, man, Mr. Mercado, I need I need this grade. Like, can I retake the test? She's like, no, me whole grades are final. Oh, that's I'm dope. like, <laughs> I'm like, man, Mr. Mercado, I like, look, I, I can't, bro. If I don't go to college, I'm gonna be either dead or in jail. They're like, bro, I'm really tired of selling. Never sold drugs there in my life. I'm really out here tired of selling drugs. So like, <laughs> yeah, I really need to get out of here. Yeah, I <laughs> She was like. Okay, mijo, I'll let you take it over. Bro, I had the whole test in my backpack. She left the classroom Eey. off the test. Yeah. <laughs> Passed it. Had, it. had the final grade. You had an A in What? No, I didn't have an A. I had a C plus. Oh, Passed it. Shit. <laughs> Passed that money. C's get degrees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. They don't say your grades on your, on your, on your and diploma. But, yeah, so I, so I, I, found, I got out of that. I squeaked out of it. But, yeah, so, like, my junior year went... 
a lot of I got a lot of offers offers. Uh, I had every school in Louisiana Damn. except LSU. They they fell back. A lot of schools fell off me. I had uh, Mississippi State offered me a scholarship. They pulled my scholarship. And this is just off of grade one. Yeah, just off of grade. They think I'm gonna make it. I, I showed up the ACT. I took the ACT seven times, bro. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> like with, with college, the NCAA clearinghouse, they take your highest parts of each test. Okay. And like and calculate and then add it up. So like total, my jump was like a 26. Like with all my different parts on that, it's 26. Because <laughs> so, English, I was struggling with English, and I went to one of my counselors. I went to her house and she tutored me bro, for like five hours one night before the ACT. And I went to that mug and my English shot up, like I graded my English shot up on the ACT. So that helped so me a lot. What was your, the like, your down to your, your down three schools, your top three schools? My top three schools coming were, out of high school, coming yeah. out of high school, it was FIU, because they was on me the most. Like, right. they was on me, like, I'm talking about at least five times a week I had a letter in the mail from like different coaches writing me and stuff. They really wanted me over there. Right. And it was going to be UL, but they talked about red shirt, man. I wanted to start and play as a freshman. And they right. wanted me to play DN, I mean, D-Tackle. And I wanted to go and play DN, not knowing right. I was going to get moved to D-Tackle eventually in college. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, so it was FIU, UL, and Arkansas State. They talked about red shirt, too. So I was like, okay, FIU it is. And I went on my visit to FIU. It was the best experience I had in my yeah, life. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so... <laughs> they pulled me. They got me right. You know what I'm saying? I and what part of Florida was that? Miami. Oh, yeah. Miami. Florida. Damn. So, what um, what would you say, if looking back, is one of your most memorable moments from your high school football career? Oh, if you could narrow man. it down to just one. My most memorable moment, we played John Curtis my senior year. It's the only game. I, it's memorable because we lost the game, mm-hmm. and that was the closest I've become to beating John Curtis. All right. But, like, I played, like, one of my best games I played in high school. But I remember the most is I messed up one one play in the red zone. We had to kick a field goal. And I felt like it was my fault we lost. Even though there's, like, a lot of different variables in there that happened to lose the game. But, like, that that made, that, that one touched me the most. And, like, that was the only game, the whole my whole high school career that I cried after. You know what I'm saying? Huh. A lot of dudes, they used to always be crying. You know what I mean? Like nah, I wouldn't like that. But that that, it, that touched me. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, what about uh, that Franklinton game? In the snow? Mm. Yeah. It's 60. Mm. Oh. Well, I could say, when Ma caught the first pass, I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They went down here. went down here. I had a good game. That game, too, actually, bro. I had... I, and I actually got to return some kickoffs on that during that Straight game. Straight up. <laughs> yeah, so, but yeah, it, that, it was just so cold, bro. I was out there with no sleeves on and stuff, Ooh. trying to be a hard ass. I, wow, I was straight until like after the game. Yeah. But the thing is, we had to drive in the snow back to Slidia. We was going about 20 miles an hour. No heat on the on bus. bus. Freezing. Everybody in their wet clothes. I'm the only one brought a change of clothes. I had some sweatpants and a hoodie still freezing on them. Ooh. Hurting. But I, yeah, that jump it wasn't fun, bro. It was, my my toes are literally numb for a week straight. Damn. So let's transition up into your college career with one more question. What advice would you give for someone going into going into uh, I guess like their senior junior season dealing uh, with recruiting? Yeah, or even recruiting. What what advice would you give to a young man who know he can go somewhere, got a lot of offers on the table? Mm-hmm. What what advice would you give him from someone that's been in that situation? Um, advice I would give them is to 
try to find somebody in your city that's been through it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Been through the recruiting process and had a successful, you know, um, cho- like choosing the college, you know, successful, um, you know, recruiting process and everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, they happy where they at. Right. And another one is, too, I would, I would recommend you, like, tell your coaches who are recruiting you, like, give you some of the players' numbers on the team. And, like, just talk to them boys. They'll right. keep it 100 with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I kept it 100 with guys who, like, used to come on visits at my school and stuff. Like, right. I used to tell them how I was. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got a lot of kids to come there and had a few that didn't come. You know, I just kept it 100 with them. And some stuff they were looking for what I told them and some it wasn't, you know? Right. It's hard facts, you dig? Right, right. So, as you can recall, first day you get there on campus, explain that. You in Miami, so, Florida. You go from Sidell to Miami, Florida. So it's not that much of a difference, but the first geez. few days I was there, the first week I was in Miami, I went. I I, I got there early. I went to the <laughs> early. Every day. Nah, I ate chicken every day. I ate chicken wings for a week straight. It was wonderful. I loved it. Hell yeah, yeah. But I I literally when I first got to college though, like I gained I gained thirty pounds. Like I went from two forty to two seventy in three months. Oh shit. Eating. I'm talking about like I used to go to the cafeteria and I eat five, five different plates, bro. Like, mm. And I finished my shit. I was like six chocolate chip cookies and a bowl of ice cream. Like, Damn. But like shit. the first day of me being on campus, I stood in the Pike House for like a month. The uh, the the fraternity, the Pikes, and they they showed me mad love. You know what I'm saying? It was like had fun in that mud. We used to have aerosol paint, uh, aerosol gun fights in that mud, like all types of stuff. Bro. I'm talking about like you be in a room sleep. They had shooting underneath the door. Hell nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bro, like, it was crazy, bro. I'm like, yeah, yeah, so, hurt. so you went in the FIU as a defensive end? Yeah, I went in as a defensive end. Okay. And um, that first, I guess, camp for a college program, what was that like oh for you? Oh, my God, bro, you don't understand. So, Miami and Louisiana, got sim- we got similar heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hot as hell. All the time. <laughs> bro, hot as hell, bro. So, but it's all day. High school, you you know, using camp probably about five hours a day. College mm-hmm. is you wake up at five thirty a.m. You got breakfast check at six o'clock. You got meetings. You got practice. You got a little break. And you got lunch, then a little break. You got more meetings. You got a walk through. You got another meeting. Shit. You got dinner and snack. Right. And then you do that all over again for about a month. Mm. Every day, you probably get one day off. Now I remember. Get, when I was in college, bro, it was one day I was like, bro, there's no way I'm going to make it through today. Like, my legs is dead, right. knees is on 10, gaining all that weight, knees weren't used to it. I'm, I'm like, bro, there's no way I'm making it through practice. Today. There's no way in hell I could practice the full practice. And then the coach calls us up. He was like, all right, Jericho Lee, this is dude, played D-Tapper. He about 5'10". They used to do 500 push-ups before he went to sleep every night. <laughs> Shit. Bruh, swollen and he was a good D-tackle. Nigga was not athletic, really. Yeah. He was just strong, cock diesel. He was a freshman, too. And um, before, before I get into that story, let me tell you. So we had our first day of conditioning, summer conditioning before camp. First day, we freshmen, we have 2,210-yard sprints. Tough. So, Boy, that's tough. <laughs> so 22? I, yeah, so I was out there working out early. So like all the other freshmen, they really wasn't doing much. Right. So they come out there, you know, thinking sweet. Yeah. We had one nigga talk the dude Jericho I was telling you about. 
he had the on his knees. God, please help me. I need your help. I need you to make God. He like my partner Greg is dude. We used to go through it. We used to hate each other at first, but like he like my best friend now. And isn't he out there telling my coach, I can't see. I can't see. Like, nigga, open your motherfucking eyes, dude. Open your eyes. You can see that. I'm talking about, like, this is hurting. So, like, we get to, like, run number 22. Last one. I'll run full speed. I'm talking about hauling ass. I'm beating everybody. Coach Snap. Me and my partner, Glenn, he from, he from Night Ward. He went to West Jump, though. Shout out, Glenn. Yeah, and, bruh. He went... Dude, he called him Black Fast. He played Robert Seal. He went all out, burning everybody. Yeah, man. So, Coach Snap. He like, you motherfuckers out here running. Y'all still got gas in the tank? Fuck that. We gonna go 10 more. <laughs> hurting, bro. I'm talking about hurting. We, we, but we only made it run two more. But it's like, all right, so I know what I got to do now. I can't be like, right, I can't right, try right. to stand out. Man. You know, stay with the pack. <laughs> right. That's what you got to do. And like that was an hour, man. But like through college itself, all together, like we had a lot of different like lifts and workouts where like our coaches just try us. Like we'll do perfect, we'll be perfect. Like we had this thing called J runs. So like we start at the thirty yard line, we run to the to the end zone. So we run thirty yards, and we run down the back of the end zone, and then we run all the way up to the uh, opposite thirty yard line. J runs. So he's like, we only got eight J runs today. Bet. We run our eight eight J runs on the eight one. Somebody ain't make their time. Made us run another one. Mm-hmm. Next one. Somebody started early. Ain't go. Next one. Somebody cut a corner. Say, so, by the end of the day, we ended up running thirty of them All instead right. of eight. Like just testing your mental. You know? right. There's a lot of times he did that type stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, but like going into my camp, back to. Um, the, the the day with my nigga Jericho. So we so the coach called everybody up. He said, Jericho, if you catch this punt, we don't have practice today. Jericho. Oh, <laughs> oh ball, boom. Ball pop off of him. He's like, all right, give one more try. Miss the punt again. Oh. Like, damn. damn, bro. So like, Ice him, you go. I'm like, bet. It's nothing. I'm <laughs> Got like, it. boom, I catch it. He's like, all right, all right, all right, good job, good job. So he pulled everybody. He was like, you know what? We're not going to have practice, but we're going to take our talents to South Beach. So, like, they had buses and stuff. We had, like, Gatorade and all this stuff. Like, we went to South Beach, went bowling, and hit the beach, and had a big old, you know, cool, fun day yeah. off and all that stuff. Like, we did that every year, but, like, we never knew when it was coming, you know right. what I'm saying? But, like, after that, like, after my first year, we had a new strength coach, new name, um, Chad Smith. This dude came from out the mud, bro. I'm talking about, he used to live in his car. He was an assistant strength coach at Mississippi State. Now he over the whole FIU strength and conditioning program. But, like, this dude came in there, bro. Like, he changed the culture, like, of, like, how we performed and how we, you know, did stuff. You know what I'm right. saying? And, bro, when I say, like, this dude made, made me a man, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, he got me right, though. Like, I'm talking about. I got huge, like we used to did, we did before and after pictures, and um, we did, I got body fat and all that stuff. I went from, that year I was 270, I went up to like two, 290, but my body, I went from like 30% body fat to like 19%, and like just, just got big and ripped, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was like every year, and I remember going into my junior year, we had a freshman, and like this little nigga was strong as shit, he from, uh, he went to Edna Car, and um, I remember he used to work. He used to pair me up with him because mm-hmm. like, I couldn't let no young niggas beat me. You know what I'm saying? 
And I remember my coach, every every look, then he gets like, come on, we got to get ice and ready for the NFL. Uh, I never thought I was going to go to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Never in my life even dreamed of that shit. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? But that's when it started becoming a reality going to my junior year when yeah, all the scouts coming out looking at me. Okay. And I had every 30, all 32 teams come out and watch me practice before. You know what I'm right. saying? But then from there, it just went up. You know what I'm right. saying? So... How, what's the highlight of, of your college football career? And, and and going on that, at what point in your college career did you start to really get significant playing time? Oh, I started as a freshman. Okay. Yeah, oh, I started shit. as a freshman. Yeah, um, but, um, shoot. Were you ready? Punt return? Uh, nah, but my, 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 my highlight in college was my sophomore year we played um, Central Florida, UCF. And it was a big game, bro. It was talking about sold out, yeah, you know. Is that the fumble return? Yeah, I had a 52 yard fumble recovery mm-hmm. and ran into the house for a touchdown. And we um, actually won the game by one touchdown in the game. There you, go. you know what I'm saying? So that's that probably like my highlight, my college highlight. You dig? Starting getting defensive touchdowns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Out just. So you mentioned before. Let's um let's let me ask you this. At what point did you realize in your college career that NFL is a realistic option? Um, well, when the, the scouts and stuff started coming, really, and just around that time, they just scouts was, when whenever the scouts show up. After T.Y. Hilton left and the scouts are still coming, and my coach, they used to come over and watch me and my boy Greg, and that's when they like hit me like, okay, I really got a chance right. to do this, you know what I'm saying? T.Y. was in Monsanto. Oh, yeah. He was in Monsanto. He got paid a $47 million contract two years ago. Mm-hmm. Sheesh. You have any other no- notable names that you play with that is in the league now? Um, my dude, Jonathan Cyprian, he played with the Titans. My dude, Janu Smith, he played with the uh, Titans yeah. also. He yeah. played tight end. Uh, my dude, uh, Diego Joseph, he played with the Vikings right now, offensive line. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, he with the Colts. Uh, that's it right now. That's up in there. All right. And do you remember that that moment when you got called to go to the Vikings? Like, do you remember where you was at, what you was doing at that exact moment? I was sitting on the porch with my grandma, pissed off because I didn't get drafted like I thought I was. Right. Wait, wait. Before yeah, before, that, yeah, before we get into before that. Before we jump into that. So, tell me about, like, after, after, after you... Last game of um, college. Now it's time for the draft. It's not time for the draft. And tell me about that preparation for that, that summer leading up to the draft. So, okay. And dealing with, dealing with agents and everything. Okay, so like going into my junior year, I had a lot of agents hit me up. Because mm-hmm. I had a fire sophomore season. Uh, I had like six sacks and the touchdown. I had like 12 tackles for loss. I had a good season. And um, so scouts started hitting me up and stuff. And like it was mostly through Facebook mm-hmm. and like and Twitter. Like scouts are hollering at me, and one guy I just stuck with uh, Eric Hires from out of Orlando, and uh, you know he he was a black dude, you know talked good, you know chopped it up, was real, you know kept it real with me from the start, so I went with him, and um, so like going into after my sophomore year, going to my junior, I had a terrible junior season. I told my shoulder that camp, and you know I just had a terrible season, like everything went downhill. Like, I got my stats, my playing. Like I wasn't starting as much. Like mm-hmm. I just wasn't playing how I was playing. So, off of that, I got surgery going um, at the end of the season. Repaired my shoulder, set out the so whole So, you played spring. through the whole season with a torn? Yeah, played through the whole 
subluxing coming in and out during the game. If, if you would have, why really? If you would have got that surge and went in camp, that would have been the season. Yeah, I would have had the red shirt, which I wish I would have done. I mean, I would. I you, wish you I would. Have, but my coach was like, too. like we really need you. Da, 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 da. I'm like, yeah, all right, but whatever, help. bro. So, but like my coach is kind of. I ain't even gonna talk about that because I'm gonna need to get a job from him later. So I'm gonna leave <laughs> yeah, that alone. Shout out, <laughs> I'm about to get a job from him later, so I'm gonna leave that out. But yeah, no, it was just a big up and down. But like my grades are struggling during that time. I was depressed. I wasn't, you know, doing how I was doing the year before. So like. But yeah, going into my senior season, killed it. My senior, year. I had a new, we had a whole new coaching staff. Our team was was terrible. We won, we won one game, <laughs> the only game we played Southern Miss. I blocked the field goal at the end of the game to win it. <laughs> and um, real real quick, what was your what was your biggest game in high in college? Not biggest game as in stats wise, biggest opponent. Texas A and M. At Texas and College Station. At College Station. That was rocking. And we almost won. We lost by four points mm-hmm. on four yard line. Damn. With time expiring. Damn. Yeah. So um, yeah, that was that was it right there. What year that was? Two thousand ten. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, coming, but um, yeah, going so going to my senior year, you know, I had new coaching staff and my coach, actually, who was my D line coach in college. That one year I had him, he was actually gonna be my coach in Minnesota as my D line coach. He got hired with the Vikings the next year, but like he taught me the game so. Like different than my other coaches, my other coach I had before him, and like taught me cheats and how to look. He was telling me he compared football to wrestling, mm-hmm. and he was saying like wrestling it looks real on TV. It looks like these people doing all these major things just because of technique. Mm-hmm. And he taught me the technique aspect of it, and that really helped out my game. You know, like I went from the season before I had like thirty some tackles. I went to from thirty some tackles to seventy two tackles. Sheesh. Um, solo, also. Nah, hell no. Okay. <laughs> hey, solo, solo I had like 40-something solos. Okay. Well, but still, you know, yes. that nose tackle? Hell yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, so I went, went from like like five TFLs to like 15. Um, I only had like three sacks. So I didn't know it was good, you know. I, I could have had more, but I just wasn't up doing what I doing what I was coached. You know, sometimes you get in the game and like stuff go out the window. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're just trying to do something, make a play. But all in all, I had a great senior season. So... Pro day, we had pro day and all that. We had um, twenty eight NFL teams up there at our pro day, looking at me and my partner Greg. Greg mm-hmm. played; he played three tech, and I played in the nose guard. So we both was in the middle, like stopping stuff. Like nothing was coming through the middle when we was in the game, really. And um, so like pro day came, we had all the teams that I talked to a lot of teams and this and that. And throughout the process from from pro day, which is in March, all the way through. February, was it February? When was the draft? Yeah, it'd be around February. Draft is in April. April, so April, so March that year, all the way through April of the next year, we had, um, you know, I had, I was training, so I went to Dallas and trained, but like the the day before, two days before I left, that's when Ro got killed. Mm-hmm. I left, like I left, I had to, I had to, I had to leave, bro. Like so I left. Like I called my agent, I'm like, bro, I got, I got to go. I can't be around here. I was like, no, no, no. I ran into him about like what happened and stuff, and he's like, all right, bro, we're gonna get you out of there. So, no, I'm like, it was like a week late because they had a real funeral. And then I left right at the real funeral. I went to Dallas. I trained out there. This place called Fourteen Inches. Um, you know, trained, but like, I feel like I went to the wrong place to train. My my coach recommended me to the dude. He used to coach him in the NFL, but 
dude was about, he wasn't really, he didn't really, I feel like, give me the tools or like get me what I needed to to get right for, for Pro Day. You right. know what I'm saying? So he got me, but you know, I had I had decent numbers. And you know, I ran terrible in my 40. I ran like a 5'3. Ooh, bad. shit. It was bad, yeah. bro. And I only, had, I only did like 19 on my bench press. How much how you weigh? I was what, 305? Yeah. 5'3? So, what, what, you remember the fastest time? Uh, so, like, no, let me tell you. So, like, we had a, a workout. I had a, a private work. When they went private, it was like a um, city workout with the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And they let me run my 40 again. I ran a 4'8 then. So, I ran a 4.83. So, like, that helped me a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I was the only dude at the workout that got a one-on-one with the coach and all that stuff and chopped it up with him. So, I was thinking Miami or the Vikings is going to draft me. Mm-hmm. None of them drafted me. So, like, they were trying to use uh the Dolphins trying to use um, me not getting drafted by the Vikings so I could sign free agency with them. They're like, look, man, your, your boy, Coach Patterson, didn't draft you. Da 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 da. They drafted another decap tackle from UConn. Like, ooh, 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 ooh. I'm like, it's whatever. I'm going to go where I, who I know. Right. know. So that's why I went with the Vikings because my coach is over there. So immediately after the draft ended, he started calling me phone. Yeah. So, like, during the whole draft process, I was talking to different teams. I talked to at least 14 teams during the draft process. Sheesh. So at the end of the, it all, I was I left, was all in, at Malcolm House watching the last few rounds, and I just left him over there, and I went with my grandma, we was just talking, and that's when the Vikings called me. It was like, look, we're going to sign you, da 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 you know, gave me some a little baby signing bonus of four racks at the taxes, like 2600 So, you know, but it was, you know, whatever, whatever. You know, like, I was grateful to just be, said I'm on a team, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So. Now, throughout that whole draft uh, process, how much of it do you think is... Because I heard the NFL is real, like, political. Oh, very. So how much of it do you think is politics compared to skills? Like, do you truly think the people that are getting drafted are the elite, I guess you would say? For the most part, yeah. Okay. But... All right, so, the, like, my junior year, I feel like, knocked me off because I had the torn shoulder and I didn't mm-hmm. have a season I had before. So, like, they had this guy who played at Southern Miss, the team that, we, that I beat, the only team who played my, beat my senior year. They had this guy on their team. They had the same record as we did, same conference. Right. All my stats is better than this dude's stats my senior year. He had a good, he had a good junior year, too. But, like, my stats, my senior year is better than his junior year stats, too. Mm-hmm. But his junior year is better than my junior year because I had a torn shoulder. This dude got drafted third round. Draft. All my stats are better than this dude. So. Right. You know what I'm saying? I played nose out. He played three tech. So he's supposed to be making more plays than I did. You know what I'm right. saying? Well, he went to the to the Packers and, you know, he actually got cut after his first season. Oh, shit. Like, I was with Minnesota going on three years until I got into that bullshit. All right. So you get the call. Minnesota Vikings want you. You do the deal. You're now a Viking. So, what's yeah. the next step after that? When you report to camp for that, uh, how was that? Yeah, how was that? Like, so man. it happened on my birthday. I signed. They called me. No, yeah, they called me on my birthday. Right. Boom. Send the letters in the mail. Fax them over to my auntie house. I mean, sent the letters through fax over my auntie house. Signed it. Faxed it back on the plane. Five a.m. next morning, flying to Minnesota. Get there. You got to stay in a little hotel or whatever, a little sound place suite. And, you know, I'm thinking it's going to be harder than what it was, but college, like, training and all that stuff was way harder. It was more mental than physical, you know right. what I'm saying? So, but it was a smooth transition. 
for the most part, it's just once we started getting in pads and moving when camp training camp came around and OTAs, the speed was so fast. Like, right. niggas was fast, bro. That's what like, I told you my coach said about wrestling. Like, niggas look faster than what they is. They really not because they, they know what stuff going to be before mm-hmm. it happens because they know the game. Right. And I didn't really know the game that well still right. at that point, you know. So this stuff was moving. So which which transition you think is is would be harder, high school to college or college to pro? Uh, I'm gonna say what it was, bro. To be real, really, yeah, I'm gonna definitely say what it was because you in college your time was all in football. Like it was wake up, go to weights, go to practice, uh, leave practice, go hurry up, try to get food, go to class, leave class, go to study hall, leave study hall, go to other classes, go to tutoring, leave tutoring, right. eat. And your day is probably done at like 11 p.m. You started at like 6 a.m. You know what I'm saying? And in the NFL, like you're at the building from like 7 in the morning to like 5 that evening. You know what I'm saying? Just strictly football. Right. It's all football. So you don't have to worry about classes and all that other stuff. So probably college to high school a little bit. But like college to the pros, it's it's so much preparation and, and, and knowing the game and learning the game in that, you know? Right. So, so okay, so let's fast forward to preseason mm-hmm. in Minnesota. So you, you you did your, you did your games and after the fourth game, how, how did that? How did not not even we can you can talk throughout the games, but what happened? After? Okay, so preseason basically, bro, I didn't get barely any burn. Right, I used right, to get two right. minutes at the. I wasn't drafted, so they right. didn't put me in like in the third quarter, second quarter, stuff like that. Right. Like so, I got like the last two minutes of all four preseason games, mm-hmm. and the crazy part, like I'm not a pass rusher. Like it was mostly two. Like we was always winning, and the other teams were trying to score. So like when I was playing, like I did well. I didn't do bad, but I didn't get re- really get to show what I could do at right. defensive tackle. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because yeah, at that point, everybody was just like giving up, like like a game over type shit. It wasn't even that. It was really just they was passing the ball. And like I'm a run stopper. I'm stopping that run. And nobody not about to knock me off the ball. Like I'm gonna sit in there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop the run. This and that. Woo woo. Right. So that that I feel like had a play on me, not making the active roster, but. It was whatever, you know, I had a whole year of learning. They put me on – so after the fourth preseason game, they called me, tell me, turn in my playbook. We're going to put you on waivers. And um, if you don't – if you clear waivers, nobody don't pick you up. We're going to put you on practice squad. So I cleared waivers. They put me on practice squad. Had a whole year playing D-Tac. I'm talking about, like, the whole season. You know, it was great money. Shoot, made 130000 a year. You know, Damn, hell been, yeah. Been playing on practice squad. All right. And that's just practicing with – yeah, practice with the team. So that just got it got me good, bro. Like I, I my my knowledge of the game and like how I played like went through the roof, you know. So I, I did well with that. And um What made them transition you into offense though? So going into the next season that was one of my next season too. of the um uh, OTAs and mini camp. So they had a, they have rookie mini camps during OTAs. Mm-hmm. So like I had better. yeah, so I had two I had two weeks with the vets. And then, so the coach is like, "All right, we got this rookie mini camp this weekend. I want you to go. We, we want you to try out for offensive line. Try, you know, we gonna bring back defensive line Monday. Just, you know, see how you do offensive line. I'm like, show you gonna bring me back. Like, yeah, yeah, you gonna be back off defensive line. <laughs> yeah. Did the rookie mini camp? Did well. Did real good. You know, not knowing how to do double teams and all this different stuff, but you know, I did well. Basically, 
Yeah, the offensive line, the last meeting we had for the Ricky Minicamp was over. The offensive line coach was like, yeah, I'm not about to let you go back to the defensive line. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah, that's why I'm at now. Had you ever played offense um, before that point? I played in high school, but okay. you know, that's the thing that right. compared to the league. Right. Know? So if you had a choice, what, what position would you prefer? I would prefer defensive tackle, but I don't mind playing offensive line now because I know it and I know the technique and I know how to play it now, you know? Right. I know how to cheat the system and I know how what's about to come before it comes and stuff like that, you know, right. just from keys and triggers and all that different stuff that the defense is giving away. But, you know, it's whatever. I play both. You know, I, I just love the game. Right. Yeah. Any big names you could give us that you, like, put on their ass in practice? My dude Tom Johnson, shout out my boy Tom. That's, my, that's like my big brother right there. He's with the Seahawks right now. That dude, that dude right there, bro. He done went through every aspect of football. He got picked. He went to JUCO, went to Southern Miss D one, went to um, got signed free agent to the Colts. Tore his calf one year. Next Shit. year, tore his other calf. Damn. Went to the um, played arena ball for a season. Went to the CFL for two seasons. Left CFL. Went to the Saints. Played three years there. <laughs> Signed with the Vikings. Played three years with the Vikings. After his first year, that's why I was behind on defense. That's why he switched me to offensive line because of him. Because right. like he came off the bench and had seven and a half sacks at D tackle. Okay. So like yeah. they're like, okay, we gonna sign him for another two years. Yeah. They signed no another three years. They signed him for three years, like fourteen million. And then um, now he's with the Seahawks right now. He's so he, so he's, he's 30, 33 years old with the Seahawks. And he's been through all of that. So he's the definition, though, just because you don't get drafted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, how was um, AP? AP is my dude, bro. AP is a cool, humble guy, bro. Right. Like, he real, you know, a real deal, like, players, player. Like, he helps guys, like, he come to the sideline, like, you know, it's Adrian Peterson. He come to the sideline and ask guys that's, like, on practice squad, like, like hey, bro, did you see something out there that I, I should have did or this and that? Like, you know, he trying to get advice from everybody, right. you know, so yeah. he could hop on, you know, and, and be better the next series, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, AP is a cool dude. I used to rip, rip the nigga every day. <laughs> we used to be at the back, like, when we be at practice and, like, defense be going, I'd be back there just talking to him, like, hey, bro. Your hair look like a sucked on skittle. <laughs> <laughs> like they use a real nigga all the time, say like all the time. But that's my dude though. He cool people. Alright, so Buffalo Bills. You know, you mm-hmm. signed to them. How big like was that a big change for you? Like going to them from Minnesota? Or was it pretty uh, much the same game? A change because the culture in Minnesota was so like the expectation of the culture was so amped up compared to Buffalo. They had, uh, what's your boy? I can't even think of dude name, the head coach. Uh, nah, uh, before McDermott, Fat Man, uh, the twin, the twin brother. Um, Ryan. Yeah, Rex Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan was the head coach, bro, and the culture was so relaxed around there. Like, my first day of practice, I was putting niggas on their ass. Like, <laughs> like, nah, so I'm going to practice that hard. I'm like, huh? What? Like, <laughs> Minnesota, when you go out, it's a game. Right. I used to t- on Wednesdays and Thursdays, I used to go out there like, hey, bro, this is my game. Man. I'm going to practice. Bro. This is my game. I'm going 100%. Like, right, niggas right. knew that that's how we practice. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why we play so well because of that. And that explains the culture of the Bills. <laughs> I'm about to say yeah. that, explains, <laughs> that explains a lot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, bro. But, uh, yeah, they did change that culture around there now since we're Yeah, definitely. Did you enjoy any of that in Buffalo? No, I really didn't enjoy Buffalo, but I would not have mind Yo. going back. New York. Bro, I was in Buffalo, New York. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's like see, that's like a whole different world. That's, country, that's upstate New York, fool. Damn. We used to go to Toronto to turn up though. We used to take jets out of the game and stuff. Go, it's like like a twenty minute flight oh, to Toronto. Damn. All right, so fast forward to twenty seventeen. Signed with Miami Dolphins. 
How'd you feel? Did you feel like better with that situation? Because you was like, damn, I'm going back to somewhere I'm really familiar with. Not really, bro, because they signed me, bro, and they started the first week I got out there was the first preseason game. So I'm fresh off the boat and then right. learn all the players and stuff. I learned their playbook literally in four days, bro. Well, I learned the whole playbook and they turned out in four days. And but I knew I wasn't going to sign. They weren't going to sign me and keep me because I got there so late. Right. And I really wasn't getting no reps in practice. So it's like, all right, whatever, bro. I'm, I'm going to try to get this film and do what I got to do. So, you know, hopefully something else pop up. But before I left Minnesota, like, I know why I left Minnesota, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't care, bro. It's funny. It's obvious. It's shit all on the internet. <laughs> so, like, I got it. So, it was a bye week. So, before the preseason going into 2016, I had five preseason. I'm talking about, I had like 20 some pancakes and four games. Right. I, I was third. I started the first preseason game. I was the third street right guard. Killed niggas. I'm talking about smashing people, bro. Pop, you know, they, they bumped me up to second string right guard. Okay. So, the next week against Seattle. Played the whole second half of the game. My agent was geeking. He's like, dude, you played. I played like first some second some of the second quarter and the whole second half. So I was playing against they starters. I'm talking about putting them on the ass. Yeah. So my agent's geek, like, no, 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 like it's good, it's good stuff, like, you know, whatever. So we go to the third preseason game, we play the the Chargers hat my best preseason game. Killed that. And then we played the last one, had a pretty solid game against the LA Rams, that game, last one. So the next day, they call. They call me. He's like, "Hey, um, bring your playbook." I'm like, "Damn!" He's like, "I'm ki- I killed this." Hey, right, caught you off guard. I killed this. I just knew I'm about to make the team. All right. So, I talked to the head coach. He was like, "Look, oh, man." Zimmerman. Yeah. They're like, "Look, we got to keep an extra linebacker. We had a lot of linebackers get hurt last year, so we're gonna put a linebacker on." He's like, "You gonna get moved up to the active roster? Like, you know, just be patient." So. So I'm talking. So I go talk to the general manager. He tells me the same thing. He's like, "Look, he's like, don't be satisfied. We move you up to the active roster. He's like, be satisfied when you're in my office at the end of the season, signing a multi-million dollar contract with me. It's like, that's what you're telling me. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm bucked up. So I go practice squad. First five weeks of the season, we had a, we had a bye week, week six. So I'm about to go home the next day. That we had, so we had two days of practice, and he let us go home for the rest of the week. So I'm about to go home the next day, have my flight booked and everything. So me and my boy, my roommate, we go out. His girl driving my car. She's our designated job. She driving my car. Them two, they get into it that night. So they take an Uber and do it. They're like, ice, you good? I'm like, yeah, I'm straight. I don't have like two drinks. I'm chopping it up with a little shorty at the bar. So I leave the bar. I have like a shot before I left. I'm straight. You know what I'm saying? I can drive. I'm straight. So I'm driving. My GPS, my, my phone GPS is broke. I had to need a new phone. My GPS in my car was, you know, my car's 2013. It wasn't updated or So it took me to the dead end overhead pass. So I had to make a legal U-turn in that mud. And while I made a legal U-turn, I had to go through some, like, construction area to get back around. So I turn, I look in my rearview mirror, I see a police behind me. They lights off, like, coming up behind me. So I'm like, fuck, you think about pulling me over? So in Minnesota, like, it's weird, like, how the, the, the on and the off ramp is to the interstate. So the interstate right there. So I make the legal U-turn. So I'm like trying to turn onto the interstate to go on the interstate. So this is the on ramp, and it's like literally the space to the off ramp is like over there. So I get on the other ramp, the on um, the off ramp instead of the on ramp. Oh. So the police put on their lights, did a sobriety test. I blew. I was like just right over the limit. Shit. They take me in next day. Call my, call my head coach. Told him what happened. 
all in the news, all on the news, fuck, all on the internet and shit, got a DUI, so during that dog week, I stood, I ain't go home, I stood, and we talked, and like, coach was like, alright man, we about to see what we, like, what we gonna do with you, GM was hot, he was like, well, like, we just had this conversation a few weeks ago, like, you was about to beat the next guy up, da 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 then from there, that shit went down here, I was out of, I was out of ball for about, what, about five weeks signed to Buffalo. So they cut you right after. They cut me like that after that bye week. They let me go. Got my yeah. last check. Stood in Minnesota for a few weeks. Went came home for a few weeks. Went back to Minnesota, chilled out there, and then Buffalo called me and went to Buffalo. And was out there for eight weeks. And so I leave I'm leaving Buffalo at the end of the season. They was like, look, first Minnesota told me once I get all my legal shit handled, they was gonna sign me back. Never happened. So I get to Buffalo, the GM, I mean, they love me out there in Buffalo. So it was like, look, man, just get your legal stuff handled. You know, we gonna, as soon as you get that handled, we're going to sign you back. Like, we really like you. I'm like, all right, yes, sir. Week later, this nigga get fired. GM get fired. Nigga ain't get hired nowhere, so. So I had a lot of work. So after that, like, nigga was, like, on, on some depression shit, you know what I'm saying? Nigga was going through it. Had a lot, I had a lot of workouts. I had one with the Lions, one with the Panthers. I went and worked out the pants and they got 340. Heavy Shit. as hell. Back Sheesh. locking up on me and everything. I was working out. Had one with them. Had one with, um, what else I had to work out with? Had one, had a few workouts with Oakland, actually. Had one with the um, Dolphins. And yeah, and then from there, I just was so wishy washy with everything, you know. And I never, like, really got to stick nowhere. Okay. So, what's the, what's one of the biggest lessons you learned from your whole NFL experience? Do what you do what you supposed to fucking do. Get your you know do, do the right shit. Really, stay out of trouble. It's hard. It's easy to get in that shit. Hard to get out. For real. And other than that, have you ever ever, uh, ever had to deal with any bad business like being dealt in the NFL with your like coming your way? Uh nah, nah. I'm gonna say no. Like just with Minnesota telling me it was gonna sign me back. Me Right. That was that. That would have rubbed anybody the wrong way. Righty. So skip. Oh well. Lighter note. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you still doing more positive things out here. I don't know if you was going to the AFL. Yeah, I was going. I was going to say let's just kind of keep up with the timeline since we really, we really, uh, we really getting to know our guests here. Get a whole. We getting the whole story. So, (laughs) um, so was it 2017? You're done with the Dolphins. Yeah. What's next on the plea? Because next, I had, uh, shoot, I had, uh, um, did a rookie mini camp with the Raiders, and that was whatever. I feel like I was just a body there. Really didn't get nothing out of that. So, I had a lot of, like, little indoor football teams hitting me up on Facebook trying to get me to come out there. Well, like, I was at home. I really just, I was working at UPS. Wasn't feeling that shit. Mm-hmm. And I dropped buku weight in that warehouse working out there. <laughs> so, like, Dude hit me up. It's like, look, man, we're gonna pay you this and that. It wasn't m- nothing at all, but it was, it was yeah, it was a little, little more, but like, I'll, I'm gonna be doing what I love to do. All right. So, I go out there um, with the Iowa Barnstormers and Iowa play out there. Um, you know, killing it. It was, you know, slight competition. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> second person I ever seen that, they were terrible out there. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely, yeah. <laughs> They had some players you run against that give you a little work, but mm-hmm. nah. So after that, 
Um, so going to week five, no, week three, four, I had um, Toronto Argonaut sign me in Canada with CFL. So I played two more games with them in Iowa, and I left to come back home, slide out, and, and train and get ready to go out there to Canada. Sheesh. And that's where we at right now. <sighs> Canada 2018. Went out there to Canada. Played two preseason games. And with Canada, they got the Canadian-American ratio. So you only can have a certain amount of Americans playing. And offensive line is mostly Canadians that play. And we had two offensive linemen that was American. Right. So, like, I did well. I did real well, actually. But they had they started already that it was American. So, like, that threw me off from the get-go. You right. know what I'm saying? With making the team. So right. I got released from there. Now I'm back home. And we here right now. So your playing days, as of right now, um, stalled. Not done. No. Still, still training. Still right. You can get the call today. You ready to go? Yeah, definitely. That's what I'm talking definitely. about. So in the meantime, what are what are what are you venturing into here back in Slidell, or what are you doing to kind of stay ready as far as being in shape? Well, you know, sure. I work. Well, I work. I train out in. Um, well, I was training out. Whatever well, I work out there. I'll see. I go to Metairie and work out. I haven't been going out there lately. I've just been home working out, you know, running and lifting, you know, going to the gym and stuff, doing stuff like that. And, you know, just working on my craft and keeping keeping, keeping myself oiled up, you know, whenever the car do come so I can do hop on it and just get get the right. ball rolling. All right. But on the outside of that, you know, as far as, like, you know, putting a little money in my pocket and spreading wisdom and knowledge, you know, doing – got a little um, training program I got, you know, Called Tick Talk is Cheap Performance. Uh, I'm training kids, the youth, and putting something in their lives that I didn't have at a young age as far as learning the game and learning how to train your body to become, you know, a better athlete. Just put, trying to get you to in the best situation and, and condition and shape that you could possibly be in, you know what I'm saying? So right now, starting that off. It's slow right now, you know. I'm just trying to get people to buy into it mm-hmm. and and understand what I'm trying to do here and how I'm trying to help their kids or help the kids how to become a better athlete in right. any any aspect. If it's football, basketball, soccer, lacrosse, anything, you know, it all trans, translates when it comes to fitness, you know. Right, right. right. So what led you to going into that? I mean, because you could have chose anything, like when did anything, but you was like, man, I'm going to work with I these kids, work. help other people. Yeah, well, I feel like it's something that I could, it, I know it's something that I could do. You know, I could, I know I'm very knowledgeable on fitness. I've been training and working out since the age of what? Sophomore, I mean, freshman year of high school, so the age of 14 years old. You know, so I, I've learned a lot over the years. <laughs> I've learned a lot over the years or whatever. But, you know, so like I, I do it to train with the kids. I also do stuff with the adults mm-hmm. uh, on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays and work, working them out and the adults actually been more of a hit than with the kids. Right. Uh, they been coming out there getting that work in a good 45 minutes of raw work. You know what I'm saying? But, like, it's just something. I didn't want to go work in a regular job, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I hate working, like, a regular-ass job. Right. Like, football. I've been playing football as, a, you know. For, to translate to. Yeah, yeah, for a living for a few years, you know what I'm saying? So, as far as working a regular job, it, it just wasn't for me. 
Writing. So if anybody heard this and was like, damn, maybe I should come fuck with him, what would they, what could they expect mm-hmm. from where, you with this? Where can they? Okay, so Mon- I do it Monday through Friday. Um, do two sessions, one at 9 o'clock in the morning through 10.15, and the other one at 6.45 to 8 o'clock. And um, at Possum Hollow Park, and what they expect, what what I do is like each day is focused on something. So like Monday is focused on speed; it's a speed day. Tuesday is more focused on like building strength and power. So it might be like a plyometrics day or just a body weight workout. You know what I'm saying? Right. And like people don't know how effective body weight stuff is until you do it like consistently and do multiple reps and stuff. Like it definitely gets you right. I remember when I first got to college, like. I mean, my second year in college when our new strength coach came, we did a week straight of no weights. Mm-hmm. And my body was as sore as I ever <laughs> had it, bro, like ever. So, like, and, like, on Wednesday, it will be, like, agility day, learning how to cut and transition and, and get out, shifting your body and how to get out of breaks and stuff like that. And on Thursday, it'll be another day, like, um, like Tuesday, like, just building strength and power. And on Friday would be another say like it'd be like incorporated of conditioning speed and agility there's different um drills and exercises that you know that i have incorporated with it damn so have you ever like even considered coaching as well uh yeah bro that's why i'm trying to finish up my degree now I'm, well i only have but i've been putting this i don't know why i only have four classes to finish and i have my <laughs> degree and i've been bullshitting with that but yeah once i get my degree i'll probably go into college coaching you know i got a lot of connects in that in that part and um know a lot of people that are willing to put me on their staff and you know yeah. share my knowledge and, and my experience with with collegiate youth and help them become better players you know right about syfa nah so <laughs> i i, I mean saying just like, like something small for the I, meantime like i would i would do it but like as far as me with my business right now it just wouldn't yeah, you really be invested with yeah, the kids you know, right so, so for the people that may listen to this that want to send their kids to work out with you, or if they want to come work out themselves, how could they reach out to you? Is it something that they need to call and set up an appointment, or do you just right. all show up? You could just pop up, really. But, like, just for sure, like, you know, so I know you come in and be expecting. You know, you hit me up on my Instagram, um, which is my Instagram name is uh, the only underscore I-S-A-M, the number three. And, um... My Facebook on the Ice and Fashion, you can find me on there and just hit me up, you know. Or uh, if you want, I ain't going to put my number on here. <laughs> just hit me up on those two, you know what I'm saying. And it'll, it'll, it, trust me, you won't be won't be disappointed. Like, your child will get a good I quality mean, uh, shit. work. They better believe it. If they listen to this episode, you done been through every football league. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and what's better, what's better training than for someone who's done it for a living? Yes, bro. exactly, bro. I, I got one that. more. This kind of random, but how you feel about, like, all the... NFL rules and policies like all the shit that's getting changed all the new shit that's coming From along how you feel about yeah like stuff like that all that how you po- feel about political that political stuff to be real if I was like in that light like I feel cause alright with Colin Kaepernick with that situation how they like banned him like nobody picked him up out of you know he yeah. was a good player, bro. Mm-hmm. like you can't take that from him right just cause he's standing up with, for what he thinks is right like people shun him, and I want to say I'm I'm not gonna say it's not because it, I'm gonna say it because it is because I feel like because he's black and he's supporting the black community and 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 putting it that's what it's about. Right. When Tim Tebow took a knee during the national anthem for abortion, he, he got praised. Yeah, he got praised. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He got praised, but Ka- Kaepernick did it. It was like 
oh no, this dude, you know, yeah. should keep politics out of football and we should no, no, no. like bro, you got a, a stage to to express that, bro. Right. Like I feel like you should spread like we're in America, like it's the land of the free, like you have freedom of speech, but they trying to change, they trying yeah, to take yeah, that away from Yeah, them. they right. basically did. Right. Oh, yeah. Damn, yeah. With suspensions, fines, and everything. No, that's no, crazy. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, man, that's that's a shame. Yeah. So. So once again, talk is cheap. Performance. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Correct? Monday, Wednesday, Fridays for the adults at six p.m. Mm-hmm. For the youth, is every day Monday through Friday. Monday yeah. through Friday. Send them send them kids out there to learn something, man. Yeah. Get, get them right. Get right. them little niggas brolic. So. <laughs> Right, yeah. So, alrighty. Well, look, dog, we definitely appreciate you coming through, man. This yeah. was a, a, a hell of an episode. We got, uh, definitely got a lot. I think this might be our most in depth backstory, whatever yeah. the guess yeah, so far. Nobody that really did that before. Right, right. Yeah. So, and I'm sure we're going to get a lot of listens. So, on a last note, if you have any last words for. A kid that wants to pursue this football shit as a as a career. High school, college. Yeah. Do you have any last words you want to leave on? You go. Um, get your education, bro. Like, one thing for certain, football will always leave you. Is you never will play football for the rest of your life. It's always going to be an end of it for you. For some, like at some point, it could be because of a torn knee, of a bad decision, or. Whatever it could be, like just lack of performance, like it's gonna end one day. So just make sure you just get them grades, bro. Just get them grades and and have something to fall back on, cause that and really, bro, football will definitely end for you at some point. All right, and that's it. So oh yeah, hold on. Okay. Shout out to my baby Phoebe here, man. The one to shout out to my lady here, man. You gotta do that. I love you. Gotta shout out. You gotta do that. So. Next time we come, we definitely gonna get you in for the next episode. Next time we gonna get you in, let you really talk about some stuff with us, get into a little bit of music, you know, yeah. a few things like that. Just you know, you know. So that's right, that's right. So on that note, we gonna wrap it. You know, it's your host with the most cool, Corey J, DJ. What you say? Y'all do y'all go away. Sean, see something stupid. Trap money, Shawnee, Uncle Sean, Sean the Shaman, all you bitches. I so. <laughs> Hashtag Ricky. Ow, I'm out.